Welcome back, Sunday Society, to a special and spine-tingling episode of Taking Back Sunday. I'm Bianca. And I'm Hannah. And as the leaves fall and the shadows grow longer, we find ourselves on the cusp of the most sinister night of the year. Halloween is upon us, and in this spectral gathering, we delve deep into the enigmatic origins, haunting traditions, and the bone-chilling world of scary movies that have come to define this beloved and eerie celebration. Join us, if you dare, as we embark on a ghostly journey through time and space, unearthing the secrets of All Hallows' Eve. We'll pierce the veil that separates our world from the realm of the supernatural, exploring the age-old traditions that have evolved into the spooky soirees and elaborate costumes of today. And what would Halloween be without a blood-curdling cinematic feast? We'll uncover the most iconic, hair-raising horror films that have haunted the dreams of generations. So make sure your doors are locked, your candles are lit, and your candy bowl is full. It's time to unravel the mysteries that shroud Halloween in sinister mist of history, traditions, and spine-tingling scares. Don't be afraid, dear listeners, for on this dark night, our voices will be your guide through the secrets of Halloween's haunting past. So grab your coffee, get spooky, and let's take back Sunday. Halloween, as we know it today, is a holiday celebrated on the night of October 31st. But its history stretches back thousands of years. The roots of Halloween can be traced to ancient Celtic traditions, particularly the festival of Samhain. Samhain marked the end of the harvest season and the beginning of winter for the Celts, who lived in what is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and France. It was a time when the boundaries between the living and the dead were believed to blur. People lit bonfires and wore costumes to ward off malevolent spirits and honor their deceased loved ones. When the Roman Empire conquered Celtic lands, they merged their festival of Pomona, which celebrated the goddess of fruit and trees, with Samhain. This combination of traditions influenced the way we celebrate Halloween today. In fact, the apple bobbing game, which is still popular today, is believed to have originated from Pomona. Fast forward to the early Christian period and the Celtic lands were Christianized. The church sought to replace pagan festivals with Christian ones. In the 7th century, Pope Boniface IV established All Saints Day on November 1st, a day to honor saints and martyrs. The evening before, October 31st, was designated as All Hallows' Eve, which eventually became Halloween. As the holiday continued to evolve, Halloween traditions made their way to North America with Irish and Scottish immigrants in the 19th century. Over time, various customs, including pumpkin carving and trick-or-treating, became integral to the celebration. The 20th century saw Halloween grow into the festive, spooky, and candy-filled holiday we know today. Trick-or-treating became popular in the United States in the 1920s, and by the 1950s, it had become a widespread tradition. And of course, Hollywood played a significant role in shaping the modern image of Halloween with countless horror films. Today, Halloween is celebrated in various forms around the world with a mix of ancient and modern customs. It's a time when people of all ages dress up in costumes, attend parties, visit haunted houses, pumpkin patches, and indulge in sweet treats. Here's an interesting fact. In 2022, Americans spent approximately $3.1 billion on Halloween candy. 
holy cow that's a lot of candy yeah it like comes out to like thirty dollars a household but you know that like some people aren't buying it and there are people spending hundreds of dollars yeah yeah we'll talk about that yeah (laughs) so there you have it the intriguing history of halloween a holiday with roots in ancient celtic traditions roman influences and christian celebrations over the centuries it has transformed into a night of fun fear and festivity Talking about Halloween really has me reminiscing about my childhood. What are some of your best Halloween memories, Hannah? Well, there's a couple that come to mind. Um, one year, my brother James dressed as a scarecrow, and he like bibbed overalls on and a flannel shirt. He wore boots and gloves, and he like even put straw like hanging mm-hmm. out the ends, you know, where his neck, wrists, and yeah. ankles were. And then he put a carved pumpkin head on top of his like over his head and he sat there and like would scare like he would move when people would come to the door to get candy i would hate that (laughs) and my cousin bambi i remember she came up and she like took off running down the road she was so absolutely not i think that's where i first got my love of like the spooky (laughs) side of halloween how old was he when he did that i don't i want to say he was like well it's in the house that I live in now. Yeah. Um, I want to say he was like maybe 15. Oh my gosh. 15 or 16. Definitely like 15, 16 year old boy vibes. Yeah. (laughs) It was, it was a lot of fun. Another great memory was always going to my aunt Linda's because she made these black cat cookies that were like kind of like a chocolate sugar cookie and it has um, candy corn for the eyes and like a little cinnamon candy for the nose and it had whiskers. Oh, that's so cute. And it was like on a stick and I think she would even put like a ribbon around the stick. It was so cool. But that was what I look forward to Mm -hmm. every year, like was that treat. I love that. Uh, Do you make them now? No, I've never made them, but I actually looked up the recipe today because I was thinking about this episode. I think that would be fun to make. Yeah. What about you? Well, as you know, I lived outside of city limits, so I lived about five miles outside of town. So we would always have to drive into town to go trick-or-treating, and there was this fancy neighborhood um, called Indian Hills, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. (laughs) And that was the police to get candy. (laughs) Yeah. That was the neighborhood that was giving out the full-size candy bars. Everyone had the best decorations in their yard. I do remember there was this guy who would make, like, a box maze in his driveway. Well, I am claustrophobic and didn't know it at the time and tried to go through this box maze, freaked the freak out, and never again tried (laughs) a, a Halloween box maze because it was creepy. Like, there were kids inside of it, like, tormenting you, and I was like, cut it out. And I have another really great memory. Our friend Autumn's grandma, Sue, who we all just affectionately called grandma, would have Halloween parties at her house. And I remember loving going there and bobbing for apples. And I remember falling asleep. They had like hay bales in the basement to sit on. I think I was really young. And I remember like falling asleep on them. And I'm pretty sure I was just a combination of like sugar crash and just so tired from just all the excitement. But I remember, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Autumn's actually in another one of my more unnerving Halloween memories, and so are you. Do you remember when we were like 15 and wanted to do a seance in the cemetery on Halloween night? Yes. Okay, well, we we were walking and we were like, you know, pushing each other around. We were trying to find a place to set up, and I think I was dressed as a corpse bride, which seems kind of morbid now, (laughs) but... (laughs) 
you pushed me and like my foot went into like a freshly dug grave. Like there was loose dirt and I was not okay. (laughs) I have never had full body chills like that since. Like I don't think I've ever felt that kind of feeling before. But we persisted, set up our candles, talked to the dead, I guess. And then Autumn and I walked to musical practice. And this is, I think this is funny. The musical we were in was called Godspell, which is about stories from the book of Matthew and the Bible and the opposite of all the shenanigans that we had just like walked from in the (laughs) cemetery. So that was, those are my, some of my favorite Halloween memories. Sorry, by the way. Uh, You should be. (laughs) Traumatized me. Traumatized me. (laughs) So, Bianca, in the spirit of Halloween, I thought it would be fun to look at spooky-themed would-you-rather scenarios. So, would you rather be stalked by Michael Myers or stalked by Freddy Krueger? This one's very easy for me. I choose Michael Myers, and I'll, I'm going to tell you why. He's slow as hell. <laughs> so Homeboys stay walking, and I am not fast, but I'm fast enough. Maybe. I don't know. And also, Freddy Krueger, you can't escape that dude. Yeah, because it's in your, your dreams. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that he, I would pick Michael Myers for the same two reasons. Yeah. I like my sleep too much. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm not giving that up for anybody. Sorry, okay. Freddy. Would you rather own a pet bat or own a pet crow? Another easy choice. I'm going to go with the crow. Same. And do you want to know why? Sure. Because bats get rabies, and I am not about getting rabies. Yep. Same. And crows are smart. Like, I could... We could train a crow. Yeah. I could train it to, like, send letters to my friends and stuff. Have my own little mailman. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Would you rather walk through a haunted cemetery or walk through a haunted asylum? Oh my gosh. Neither of those. You gotta pick one. That's that's the game. Okay, I'm going cemetery. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because it's outdoors. And I feel like I could escape easier than if I were in like an asylum because it's indoors. And like, I've seen too many scary movies where like the doors don't open and you get locked in. A cemetery, I'm outside. What are they going to do? Turn the darkness on darker? I don't know. <laughs> so I, I agree. I would probably do the cemetery just because the whole being locked in a building, like, yeah. it just freaks me out. Well, and just an asylum. Everyone's insane. A cemetery, yeah. people died, you know, because they were old. They ain't messing with you. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they're okay. Maybe they're chilling. However, I did watch Night of the Living Dead, and those people were not chilling. (laughs) They're zombies. (laughs) Okay, would you rather become a vampire or become a werewolf? Oh, well, I feel like the obvious answer for me would be vampire because I don't go out in the sun very much already as it is. She kind of looks like a vampire. (laughs) Um, I kind of act like I'm a thousand years old also. But I don't know, something about a werewolf and just, like, having that primal, like, I can run around and be crazy when the moon is full. I don't know. I think I am going to go with vampire. (laughs) They're very antisocial, and that's just my, (laughs) that's all my vibe. So I think I would rather be a werewolf because, yeah, that free in Mm -hmm. nature kind of thing. Okay, would you rather be stuck in a coffin full of spiders or be stuck in a coffin with a dead body? Hannah. (laughs) How am 
I supposed to choose? Are they poisonous spiders? I don't think so. They're just spiders. I'll choose the spiders, I guess. But I hate spiders. Well, I don't hate them, but I don't like them. But, like, I really don't like a dead body. <laughs> I, so, mm -hmm. my profession makes me very comfortable oh. with pe dead people. <laughs> as morbid oh as that sounds. I would rather be stuck in a coffin with a dead body no. versus it full of spiders. I just think about them crawling all over me and like getting in your nose and your mouth and your ears and Okay. Yeah. Not, now I'm gonna have these, a bad dream tonight about being good. stuck. I don't ever want to be in a coffin. If Period. I am super claustrophobic and the idea of being in a coffin at all, whether I'm alive or dead, freaks me out. That got dark. Yeah. <laughs> that took a turn for the dark. <laughs> um I still am stuck on this. I Neither of these is good, and I am very much, I don't want either of them. I think we should have a game show where we do this to people. Oh my, but then like make them do it. Just kidding. How would we get a dead body? We'd... <laughs> well, we could maybe make them think it's a dead body. <laughs> well, but see, the I'd spiders, rather be in a... I would rather try to figure out a way to get a dead body than try to get spiders. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Ooh, okay. <sighs> okay. Would you rather be abducted by aliens or chased by a serial killer? Oh, aliens all day. Right? I wanna, I wanna talk to them and be like, "What made you choose me? Why'd you want, why'd <laughs> oh you want gosh. me?" Narcissist. Did you think I was no, cool? <laughs> no, that's the need for validation and reassurance. <laughs> I think it would be so cool if you like take me back to your planet or whatever. Right. Like, let me meet your people. Maybe yeah. they're cooler than the people here. I want to go to outer space so bad. I wanted to be an astronaut as a kid. Really? Yeah, and I can't even fly on a plane like <laughs> New Yorker. You know, even even like a two or three hour flight, I have to have like lots of, what's that? Um, Dramamine is dramamine, what we talk yeah. <laughs> Just to make it through. Yeah, well, and aliens are inherently bad. Like nobody. We just don't know. We don't know. Yeah. We know a serial killer's bad. Yeah. Those are just facts. to do around Halloween is watch scary movies and what better time to share some of our favorite childhood scary movies or just like scary like scary movies in general than on the Halloween themed podcast so Hannah why don't you tell our listeners and me because I don't know if I know your top three favorite Halloween movies now are these scary movies or just Halloween movies I would just say Halloween slash scary movies okay so, number one will always be Hocus Pocus because mm. it's fun that and it's a little a bit spooky. Mm -hmm. um, I love the idea that, you know, these kids in modern day time, like, accidentally, you know, <laughs> they don't mean to. They accidentally, you know, like, conjure these three witches. Dude, and that's what we were doing in the cemetery that one time. <laughs> right? But the witches have such quirky personalities mm -hmm. and even though they are kind of scary, they're also like... Comical. Very comical, yes. Very funny. And uh, yeah, it's a classic. Cult classic. I yeah. love, yeah, I love Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus 1. Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, I never watched it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's just... I, I'm not a sequel one. girl. I'm not a sequel girl. I, yeah. I'm usually like... The first one's usually the best, and sequels just usually never live up to the hype. But maybe I'm wrong. Prove me wrong, listeners. Hunger Games. Oh, the Hunger Games are good. Okay. Harry Potter. 
<laughs> yep. Okay. Movies that weren't books. So those were okay. books and had a script and like That's true. all by the same person. Very true. Very fair. But like Lion King 2. Okay. Wait. Lion King 2 slaps. I take it back. Okay. What's your next movie, Hannah? <laughs> Halloween Town. Oh, you're, you're taking all my movies. <laughs> so Halloween Town is about a town that is... I don't know where, but it is full of people. It's in Halloween Town. <laughs> yeah. It is full of, you know, like witches and warlocks, and they could be themselves in this town, um, you know, instead of like on Earth where mm-hmm. they would be, you know, outcast or whatever. And this young girl, Marnie, realizes that she's a witch because she follows her grandmother to Halloween Town. Yes. And um, it's, it's just a super cute show. And it's taken me back. Yeah. It, I remember it coming out on Disney. And Disney when Channel. you had to watch commercials and I <laughs> oh remember like eating popcorn and just I don't know yep the big pumpkin in the middle of the town I was like yes, yes. That's the, I, I was like I want to go to this town me too <laughs> I think that they have a town that they've like replicated Halloween towns like Let, town square let's go okay let's find it it's probably in like Maine <laughs> And I would say my third, like, favorite just Halloween movie is there's a movie called Clue, and it's literally, like, the game Clue. And it's kind of scary, but more, like, comical and, like, kind of, like, midway acting. So it's not, like, you you kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's I've it's never good. seen it. I've never seen Clue. And you're, like, trying to figure out, you know, is it, you know, Professor Who Plum? Mm-hmm. or Don't spoil it. <laughs> Scarlet, or, you know, you're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Okay, what about you? Well, one of my, like, when anyone asks what's your favorite movie of all time, I always go to The Silence of the Lambs. That's one of oh, my favorite movies. That's a classic. It, it really is. It's I a freaky classic. I classic. might even go watch it tonight. Who knows? But Not me. Not by myself. <laughs> the idea is that there's this young and upcoming FBI student at training camp, Clarice Starling, and she goes to interview Dr. Hannibal Lecter, who is this infamous brilliant psychiatrist who is also a violent psychopath serving life behind bars for various acts of murder and cannibalism hannibal the cannibal and clarice is sent by her professor to try to get insight on buffalo bill who is a current serial killer that they're trying to find lots of twists and turns lots of iconic lines you know it puts the lotion in the basket So it's the lotion on its skin. Or else it gets the hose again. Um, there is a movie that goes with that that also has Hannibal Lecter in it. And it's really good, too. Is it like Red Red Dragon? Dragon. Red yeah. Dragon. Yeah. It's very good. It's like the prequel, right? Like yes. it's supposed to be Hannibal when he uh, was like in this his like heyday. Based on the book, too? Maybe. That's why they're good. See? You got to get the authors, man. Don't st- <laughs> don't just write random ass movies. Get the authors to write a book. So my second, I would say favorite Halloween movie is Casper. Oh. I loved that movie so much when I was a kid. Um so for it is kind of an older movie. I'm going to read the synopsis. So, you know, some of our younger listeners who might not have ever seen this movie can know what it's about. So he's a kind young ghost who peacefully haunts a mansion in Maine. When specialist James Harvey, played by one of my all-time favorites, Bill Pullman, arrives to communicate with Casper and his fellow spirits, 
he brings also his teenage daughter, Kat, who's played by another one of my favorites, Christina Ricci, who plays in a slew of other scary movies. Casper quickly falls in love with Kat, but their budding relationship is complicated not only by his transparent state, but also his troublemaking apparition uncles and their mischievous antics. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're my favorite. I know, the three of them. Yes. I thought it was so funny when they would eat in the kitchen and all their food just fell on the floor. <laughs> yeah. In that cool invention in the basement where, like, she sits in the chair and, like, rides through and it, like, brushes her teeth and does yes. her hair, like, gets her dressed and stuff. I thought that was really cool. I really liked that movie. I wanted to live in that mansion. I guess my third favorite Halloween movie is a more recent movie. It's called Coco. Oh, I like Coco, too. It's such a good movie. I watched it for the first time when it came out, I think, on... Maybe I watched it on Disney+. Plus. And just instantly fell in love. I love the music. I love the story. I love the visuals. I actually made an ofrenda for my sweet Roscoe for this Halloween season. And that, I think, is my... Those are my top three Halloween slash scary movies. I really, really liked Coco. And I felt like that that character, his character, reminded me of Corbin. I was going to say that. And I was like, I really want to get a tattoo of like Disney characters for my kids. And mm-hmm. so like for Corbin would be Coco. And then Brinley um, would be Merida. I was going to say Brave. The first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> and then Adeline would be um Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I love that. Because she's so smart and she's like, like thinks outside of the box and she loves books. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Why don't we switch gears from like our favorite movies to maybe the three scariest movies that we've ever watched or like the movies that affected us the most in a scary way? Okay, so the movie that I think probably like scared me the most that I still to this day like oh my gosh that I've not found a movie that's more scary it would be The Conjuring Girl. and <laughs> yes yeah yes. I, I think because the it, original one right the very first one that came out yes yeah I think it's because it legitimately could happen like and it, it is, did happen yeah it's based off of I mean it could happen to this was a regular family yeah. it's based off a true story this movie is about this family and this group of, I don't know, paranormal experts. The Warrens come and assist this family who's experiencing ex- like increasingly disturbing events in their newly occupied farmhouse in Rhode Island. And holy moly. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I watched it for the first time in the house up the road and I was sitting next to a fireplace and I swear to you, when the little girl, like, or maybe, I don't know who it is, looks back at a tree. I just got, like, a wave of cold. And, like, I know that it did not come from the fireplace, but it just felt like this black darkness had come into my house. Yeah. It's one of those movies where it's, like, you have to kind of protect your soul when you watch it. Because yeah. it's just, uh, there's just something about it that's just, ha- yeah. Uh, Hauntings and, like, demonic possessions, those types of stories I avoid because they scare me so bad like that. Yeah, well, and they scare... I think that's probably why this is so scary because mm-hmm. things like that do happen. Yes. And, like, I don't know. Just the idea of that could ha- that could happen yeah. just freaks me out. Yeah. Moral of the story, if you find a beautiful farmhouse on many, many, many acres that is very, very, very cheap, say no. <laughs> just say no. <laughs> um, so maybe not one of my scariest, but it is scary... And it is a classic, mm-hmm. would be 
the Scream movies. Oh my gosh, Scream. Yes. The OG Scream, is, I would say, is my yeah. favorite. Where would we be in this world without Ghostface? I don't even know. I don't want to know. Yeah, I love all the movies. And they are honestly relatable, like being afraid to be at home, getting a creepy phone call. Do you Could remember you? when we were... <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what story. We were in the mountains and that phone rang. Yes, that's not the story like, I thought you were going to tell. I'm not answering it. I'm not answering it. I was freaking out. It, I, I was it. so scared. <laughs> I answered it. It was an old person. It was Yeah, it was an it was old guy. Number, but he, yeah, I think he was very confused. I was like, us three girls are up here in the mountains by ourselves and the phone rings. Well, it's oh. like that movie, When a Stranger Calls. Yes. Okay, so my last top scariest movie is the original Exorcist. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. <laughs> number again. Mhm. Number one reason, it's based off a true story. It ha- like it happened. A lot of the facts from the story they put into the movie and honestly for a movie that was made in 1973, mm-hmm. It was so realistic looking. Like, it was not cheesy or corny. It was terrifying. And it still scares me. There's one part in that movie that haunts me that I can't. I still, like, I turn, I close my eyes. Do you think you know what part? When the girl's head flips? No. And she curls? she When she crab walks backwards down the stairs. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Like a freaking banshee. It scared me. I think those quick, aggressive movements scare me in movies. Well, and like her cute it's just Ugh, yeah it's, it's all bad so nasty. it is it is top yeah i'd say those are my top those three. are that's a solid top three i think my first movie that i am terrified of that scared me is nightmare on elm street and we talked about this earlier because that old boy lives in your head like I, how do you even avoid him i literally have never seen one movie of bro don't a freddy krueger don't because you won't want to sleep because you're like <laughs> You, you, it's humanly impossible to stay awake 24-7. So at some point, Freddy's gonna get you. And like yeah. the little chant that they do, like when the, when little kids start Where like, yes, that Freddy's stuff, coming? stop it. <laughs> I don't like that stuff. <laughs> I know that, but I've so never seen bad. any of the movies. It's, don't, you're not missing anything. I want to I now. mean, classic, I guess, but oh, he is. That was a top one for me. 10 out of 10 spookies. Like, I don't like so, Freddy yes, I, I'm. I. You know what? I'm going to make it a goal of mine to watch at least one of those movies. Okay. I will not join you. Maybe. <laughs> I bet Neil will. So the second one on my list should probably be number one on my list. If my mom were to say, it would be this one. Um, It's The Ring. Hated that movie. It's such a good movie. It is. This is the first movie that I watched as, like, a grown person all of probably 13 or 14, <laughs> um, that legitimately terrified me. It was a combination of a million things, but there was this old lady in a photo that would watch you when you would walk by. Mm-hmm. Hated that. And I had a mirror, like an oval mirror in my house that would, it was like right in the walkway. So you had to walk by it to get out of the kitchen. And my friend Cassie would always say, Samara's in that mirror. Samara's in that mirror. And I was like, Ooh. I would like duck and like run past the mirror. Hated it. I was like 17 years old, still running past this mirror because I was so scared. So the old lady watches you in the pictures, in the photo. The people that didn't show up in the pictures when you took them. I think that's this movie. And then Samara crawling her swamp ass out of the TV and into the living room. Yep. So Iconic. Hated it. So in my room, I had, it wasn't like a wreath that was a circle, but it was more like a like a gathering of sticks or something. So it looked like a vertical wreath of like sticks tied together. Anyway, 
and it hung up on my wall. And at nighttime, it looked just like Samira with her hair covered over her face. Well, I didn't realize, I guess, how traumatized I was from that movie until I woke up in the middle of the night, saw that wreath, and got so scared that I threw up all over the floor. (laughs) I'm dead. (laughs) Like 13 years old, woke up and was like, I can't even go to the bathroom. I'm just going to throw up here on the floor. Your poor mother. My mom was like, never again. (laughs) So fast forward to my first year in college, October 2008, My school had like a haunted house in the basement of one of the buildings type thing. And I was already thinking like, I don't like these things, but I thought, how bad is this going to be? Well, it got pretty bad. (laughs) Someone was crawling around on the ground and grabbed my leg. And that's like my rule. Like, you don't touch me. I don't like to be touched. So I lost it. And I started booking it through this maze of rooms. They had like things blocked off and it was like a maze and you had to, you know, this room had a certain horror theme and this room had this and I'm just bobbing and weaving trying to get out of this basement because I've never been in this building so I didn't know like how to get out. Well, I ended up in a room with someone dressed up as Samara with their hair over their face staring at a (laughs) static screen on the TV. Needless to say, I ran so fast out of there that I didn't even go to half of the rooms. My upperclassmen were pissed that they thought that I didn't go, you know, because they had their own room put together. Never saw it. Never saw it because I was so scared. I missed like 90% of that haunted house. (laughs) Oh, man. I hate the ring. Moral of the story, Samara can get wrecked. That Acres of Madness that we just went to, if you uh, like spooky stuff, Acres of Madness out by like the um speedway in kansas is really cool well they had a they had themed rooms and mm-hmm. one of them was like baby dolls and then like Ugh. we walked through like a walkway or a door i can't really remember but there were actual little kids like five and six dressed like little dead dolls and the one girl whose like, parents hey. let them do that right? <laughs> right i was thinking the same thing i'm like child labor laws <laughs> but i'm thinking tr- child trauma <laughs> but they were creepy and the one girl's like she gets up and she stands next to the sink and is like staring at the mirror and she's like she said she's dead and the little girl stares in the mirror and she goes i did it and i was like ah oh my <laughs> god to go absolutely These kids not. are freaking me out yeah that's a big no for me i would not have liked that <laughs> because i would hate to have had to drop kick a five-year-old <laughs> <laughs> so the last movie that still I won't I haven't watched again is The Exorcism of Emily Rose. And that came out like right before we went to college and it it goes through like the demonic possession of a like young college woman. So I was like, "Oh my gosh, this could be me." It's exactly like what we talked about with The Conjuring and The Exorcist. Couldn't do it. I watched it, had to sleep with my light on in my bedroom for like two nights. There's that part when she gets like sucked into the bed and I'm just like, Mm-mm, mm. shut it down, <laughs> wrap it up, we're done. <laughs> so I found this Halloween movie poll that I thought would be fun. So it gives us like two movies to choose between. Um, oh, okay. And I think, yeah, I think that we should do that. Okay, cool. This is a BuzzFeed quiz. I love BuzzFeed. It says, it's titled, All of these Halloween movies are iconic, but I want to know which one clearly reigns supreme. The first matchup is Hocus Pocus or The Witches. And I would say Hocus Pocus. I haven't seen I've never the seen The Witches. And 88% of people agree with Hocus yeah, Pocus. Hocus Pocus. 
All right. Which friend group reigns supreme? The Monster Squad or the group from It? It. It. I've never seen the Monster Squad. And 79% of people agree with us. Which Disney Channel original movie ignited your childhood? Halloween Town or Twitches? Halloween Town. <laughs> Absolutely. 79% of people agree. Twitches was good, though. I don't know They're that twin, I've ever seen it. Twin witches. <laughs> it was good. Which Tim Burton movie rules your Friday night? Sleepy Hollow or Edward Scissorhands? Ooh, that's a hard one. I'm going to say Sleepy Hollow. I was going to say Sleepy Hollow. Dang, only 35% of people agreed with us. I've never seen Edward Scissorhands. Oh, it's not really scary. It's weird. Yeah, well, it's Tim Burton. It's Tim Burton, yeah. So, who, which Michael Myers scared you more? Halloween from 1978 or Halloween from 2007? I think the originals... 1978. Yep, yep. are scarier. I agree. 72% agree. Which movie soundtrack would you rather jam to? Rocky Horror Picture Show or The Nightmare Before Christmas? Nightmare Before Nightmare Christmas. Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Rocky Horror has some good music, but to jam, it's definitely going to be Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. 65% of people agree. Which 90s coven are you joining? The Craft or Practical Magic? I've never seen The Craft. It's so good you have to watch it. I know. I'm going to go with The Craft. And I'm going to go with Practical Magic. And it's pretty pretty close. 55% agree with Hannah with The Craft and 45% I think The Craft magic. is just a little bit more on the spooky side. Yeah. Practical Magic isn't as spooky. Right. And for which one are you tuning into on Freeform? The Adams Family or Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice all the way. I'm not going to say his name because that'll be the third time that it's said. But I agree, Beetlejuice <laughs> for sure. Dang. Oh, the Adams Family is popping. Popping. 61% of people said the Adams Family, the 1991 version, which, whatever, do you. We've come to the part of the episode that I've been looking forward to the most. The ghost story. And I have to drive home. Yes, so you do. I am not looking forward to this part. I have to live here by myself. <laughs> so we've both had paranormal experiences, and I think it would be fun to talk about the ones that kind of affected us the most. And I guess I will start. The first story, I guess, will be one that we, neither one of us experienced the story that we're going to tell, but we, we heard it together and then had like a weird experience as we were hearing this story. So our youth pastor's wife in college had a roommate or somebody that like lived in the suite with her. The details are unclear because it's been so long since we've heard this story and I've blocked it from my soul because it scared me so bad. <laughs> this roommate was really weird and they were having like weird encounters with this roommate there's this one night we're gonna change her name we're gonna call her Anne. Anne was in bed and woke up to this roommate like inches from her face staring at her not speaking a word just like staring into her soul essentially and and you know said she couldn't move there was nothing that she she felt like paralyzed you know probably fight or flight her body was like if you don't move, they can't see you type thing. And then the only thing she could think to say was, I rebuke you in the name of Christ. And this roommate like screamed bloody murder and ran from the house. And we're being told this story in our church 
in a room. The basement of a church. In, <laughs> in a room that has motion censored lights. And there's probably 20 plus people and in this room. And we're all listening intently. And we are. We're all listening. But there's 20 of us in here. Like there is movement. People are moving. The motion censored lights go off. And it is pitch black in this room. And I have never been more scared in my life. Like oh my, my voice is kind of quivering right Terrifying. now. Terrifying. I, 10 out of 10, scariest moment of my life. The first encounter that I feel that I ever had with a ghost was, I was probably eight or nine years old. And coincidentally enough, it was at the church that we were just talking about on the baseball field. So the church has like this big hill that dips down into where they have like a baseball field. They use it for like slow pitch leagues or they used to and like they take the kids down there to play but it like backs up to this huge like wooded area. But off to the left, like back kind of in the woods, there was an old play set and my brother had t-ball practice or like little league whatever practice on this field. So I went and was playing on the swing set. And I remember I was hanging out with some of the older girls that went to church and I was swinging. And you know, like when you're a kid and you like flip your head all the way back to like make yourself get the butterflies or whatever when you're swinging. I did that. And I promise you 100% like I am, this is what I saw. I saw a colonial woman, all white in like civil war era dress. And I jumped from that swing and ran so fast to my mom that she thought that somebody was trying to murder me. Oh my gosh. How old were you? I was probably seven or eight. I was little. Oh wow. Hated it. I might have been nine. I don't know. But I, I can still see this person as clear as day in my head right now, like talking oh, wow. to you. Like I know exactly what she looks like and it was so freaking scary. Shut it down. <laughs> They have since torn that jungle gym down, I'll have you know. That thing is gone, and nobody goes back there anymore. I would say my first, like, paranormal experience, I was babysitting for um, a friend of mine, and she lived in an old home near the military school that is in our town, and I would say it's an 1800s home. I think it is. I think we should let people know that our town is a site of a civil war battle. Yeah. So a lot of civil war ghosts or whatever could be roaming the streets. So, you know, I was 16 um, when I, well, I think I was actually 15 when I started watching them, but then I would be like, as I turned 16, I would continue to babysit and I would like leave and I'd be like the last one out and I'd like lock the door and then I'd be the first one in because I would unlock the door and I would like come in and their kitchen had tons of cabinets. Like they had from the ceiling to the floor on one side of the kitchen was all cabinets. And when I left, all the cabinets were closed. And when I come back, every single door would be open. So they jokingly called the ghost Mary Margaret and they were very aware that there was a ghost. And so it was very normal for them, but it was not normal for me. And one day we were standing in that same kitchen and I was talking to the mom and I was like, so can ghosts hurt you? You know, we're talking about Mary Margaret and I'm like, can ghosts hurt you? And as like, I just happened to catch out of the corner of my eye, 
a like a flicker and no one was near the stove and they had a gas stove and the gas stove top came on and my friend was like if they burn your house down they oh my can. god no yeah super creepy like oh, there's no creepy. explanation of how that could have happened i've never experienced anything like that like where things have happened well my next story is kind of like that but nothing like i never saw anything move or like Ugh. turn on or doors being opened my parents have a ghost that will mess with their kitchen cabinets though um, my brother's named him Pablo, and I call him Petey Pablo. <laughs> I don't think he likes it very much, but he there's definitely a ghost at my parents' house, and we we just assume he's an old lost Civil War soul um, who we've named Pablo. So I highly doubt his name was Pablo. I would not, yeah. I would not put money that that was his actual name. But my next, like my most, I think terrifying experience with something that can't be explained happened at college and the suite that I lived in was called Rosemary Suite and it was named after Rosemary Hall that burned down back in you know before the dawn of time probably there were probably dinosaurs still roaming the earth but this this building burned down because this girl named Vera was making candy in her room and because the suite was named after the hall that she lived in, she was said to, quote, haunt Rosemary Suite. And there was a light in, like, the the commonplace that had to be left on at all times. That was Vera's light. It stayed on. You turn it off and she's going to be really upset with you. Well, I was watching scary movies out in the... In the well, actually, they weren't even scary. I don't remember the movies because they don't matter in this story. But we fell asleep out there. I woke up at like two or three in the morning and that light was off and I was sleeping on my back on the couch and it felt, it felt like something was hovering over my body and I could not move. And I was, I was petrified. And so I don't know what possessed me or what allowed me to get up. But as soon as I felt like the, the instant that I could move, I like ran, sprinted to my room, like slammed the door Time was my roommate at the time, and she's like, what in God's name is going on right now? She was not happy, but I was like, listen, I'm pretty sure I almost got possessed by Vera. So She was just trying to turn that light back on. <laughs> she was just scared. Maybe she was just scared of the dark, but I have never felt a presence like that in my life. And I have not felt anything like that since, but it literally felt like there was a weighted blanket on me. Like something was just hovering over my body yes. and I couldn't move. It was the last thing I want to experience ever again. I mentioned that we have a military school that is in our town. It is since closed, but at the time, um, my dad was like the maintenance director over there. And so there was an old building that I believe someone might have jumped off of mm -hmm. at some point. And of course, Civil War history in our town. And um, my brother, my little brother was over there and that building doing something helping my dad and he just took his phone i i'm gonna try to find the picture and post it but i don't know if i will and the quality of the picture is not good because this was well over 10 years ago and you know cameras aren't as yeah, good technology has come a long way in yeah, 10 years but he like just stuck his hand out the door and took a picture down the hall Ugh. and in the like glass at the you know end of the hall where he took the picture is 
like clear as day someone in a like civil war costume oh you can't really see their face but you can see like a shape of a face but you see the hat you see the um jacket the collar um it's really creepy i mean i just i don't know like the chills (laughs) like i and i know that story they had a lot of paranormal activity at Mm -hmm. wentworth um They've had people come down, like professional, like paranormal investigators that come down and record it out there. I know that like the art teacher would have pictures, like photographs, you know, up in the room and they would be like flipped upside down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's, I mean, there, we could probably have an entire episode Mm -hmm. on just paranormal activity at that military school. But yeah, I think that picture, if I hope I can find it, I'll ask my dad. And with that, dear listeners, our ghostly journey through the origins of Halloween, the ancient traditions, the spine-tingling world of scary movies and ghost stories draws to a close. We hope this episode has left you with a newfound appreciation for the spectral beauty that shrouds the mysterious holiday. As the night deepens and the stars glitter above, remember that Halloween is more than just costumes and candy. It's a bridge between the living and the supernatural. A time when the veil is at its thinnest, allowing us to connect with the otherworldly. So, as you step into the shadowy realm of All Hallows' Eve, embrace the spirits of the past, partake in time-honored traditions, and embark on thrilling cinematic adventures. After all, it is the one night of the year when you can all be a little closer to the unknown, where the line between reality and the paranormal blurs. But remember, our chilling tales are not confined to this episode alone. The mysteries of the night and the darkness that beckons are ever-present, waiting for those who dare to explore. Until next time, dear listeners, may your Halloween be filled with spine-tingling wonders and the kind of frights that leave you yearning for more. Happy Halloween, and stay curious, stay eerie, stay chilling. I'm Hannah. And I'm Bianca. And we are Taking Taking Back Back Sunday. Sunday. hated it so in my room i had like there's <laughs> i was like am i the only one hearing that sound it's your line oh sorry <laughs> it is interesting i was just thinking about it <laughs> this is where we get to like actually talk yes. to each other <laughs> so talking about halloween has I started with so and I got myself very distracted. <laughs> You're fine. Trick-or-treating became popular in the night. <laughs> so let's let's skip or let's um let's just not have Bianca talk.